Welcome to the Scamp Life Podcast. This is Kurt. And I'm Chris. Uh, thanks for waking up, Chris. Welcome. Well, I was I, I was thinking in my head because you had no problem saying Scamp Life. It was just, it rolled <laughs> off the tongue. I do Didn't... usually have to do it a couple of times before yeah. we, we get it down. I was just waiting for you to mess up like, I oh, will do it again. So. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. But you got it right off the bat. Good job. <laughs> uh, this episode, we have Samantha as our guest host. Welcome, Samantha. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So before we get started uh, into this, let the people know who you are, where you're from, all that good stuff. Okay. Um, My name is Samantha Townsend Bundy, and I am the assistant director at Kennel and Camps, which is in the Santa Cruz Mountains of California. And I grew up going to camp. I went to four camps as a kid, grew up going to Kennel and has been here for 10 years on staff five full-time. So it's been a fun journey. And before working full-time at camp, I did my teacher training in California. So Montessori teaching is sort of my background. Mm. Um, and I just love being at camp and living on site at camp um, in 2020 has been a huge gift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you, uh, your parents met there? Yeah, my parents, my dad was actually an international counselor um, in 1985. And he met my mom. My dad was working in our camp store and my mom was our dining room hostess and they met at camp and then got married the following summer. And my dad has been here full time ever since. No, actually they took a break to go to school and stuff. And then my mom was pregnant with me. They moved on site full time. My dad became the camp's director and my mom um, has sort of been in every role at camp sort of throughout the years. Um, but right now she really focuses on our food service. Where's your dad from? He's from England. Cool. So you yeah. were just kind of, you're like, see mom do. And then you did. Exactly. Yeah. So then <laughs> I met my husband here in 2012. Um, and yeah, it's sort of, it is a joke at camp. Like, you know, because <laughs> um, he's from, they're, they're both British. They both right. like soccer. Um, it's this whole thing. So yeah, British culture is definitely ingrained in our life. Um, and That's I think hilarious. We, we weave it into camp pretty well because we get a, we go on those recruitment trips to the UK and sort of, you know, write it off as a work trip and then get to visit our family. So it, <laughs> it works out. That's awesome. So this episode, we are talking about creating programs around a book and this kind of topic came about because I have done this multiple times with in, in a day camp scenario or, or environment with Harry Potter, with Percy Jackson, Star Wars, uh, where yes, Star Wars has books as well. Um, (laughs) I've done a, 39 clues party. So just looking at different books, uh, hunger games did a hunger games camp for teens and that was pretty successful. That was a lot of fun. Yes. (laughs) Uh, But it was, it it was good. I mean, like we had the parade and everything like we Kurt all up in districts. Oh, it was crazy. It was crazy. (laughs) I kind of want to talk about you know, taking a book because you have the material there. If you're going to do a theme, you've got all the material, especially if you're into it. Now, if you're not, if you're not into Harry Potter, don't do a Harry Potter camp. Um, Or if you don't have somebody who's in it, because hiring staff, at least for me, hiring staff, I had to find specific staff for this. They are not the same staff that are going to do my traditional day camp. They want to be outdoors them, but the Harry Potter ones, they want to be, or, or what we call, you know, the fantastical adventures camps. 
they were a very <laughs> certain type of person that was into young adult books. Yeah. Um, uh, but what's Samantha, what's your experience with, with this kind of thing? <clears throat> well, for us, I mean, in a situation like that, I'm thinking like, the person I want the most is that person who had an internship at the library last year, but they were too loud. So they weren't invited back. You know, like, I love that. I love that. <laughs> that's who you want for us. It's, it's unique because our kids don't pick the theme for the camp. Like they mm -hmm. come and there's already the theme involved. And so we actually have our staff, our admin staff who are planning the days, they're usually picking a theme and that helps because it's something that they're already into. Right. And so um, they're passionate about those things. So we, we use our, you know, regular quote, regular camp staff for these uh, specialty programs, but we definitely are tailoring it to what they're good at and what they're yes. interested in. And then we'll bring in like guests for a couple weeks who will come. They were like camp alum um, that they'll come in and sort of help us um, with the theme or with that specific day. Um, just to sort of bring some more exciting energy and flavor um, and experience. To well, and I love this program. because it's, it, you have a overnight camp as well as a day camp and you're looking at this, uh, you know, somebody who has a passion for it and as a kind of a theme where we did a specialty camp. So everything revolved around mm -hmm. whatever that special or that theme right. is, as opposed to, we're going on the ropes course and then we do this. That's part of Harry Potter. And then, you know, we go over here. No, we just did all Harry Potter games, Harry Potter sorting, Harry Potter crafts, you know? Uh, so it was very uh, intense in a way, uh, but yeah. it was for the true, <laughs> the campers that the were really into the yeah. true fans. Yeah. Exactly. We, we have to make the kids, the fans in some cases and reading right. is a big part of our camp culture. Mm. So we um, read to every kid before bed at overnight camp. Um, and, you know, no matter the age, they pick a book as a cabin and read together. So in these, you know, theme sessions, we'll try and read the book. Or if we're having a movie night, they'll get to watch the movie. Um, and even at day camp, especially this summer, like the kids loved just getting read to. And yeah. that was the mm -hmm. coolest thing because nobody had done that to them, like for them in person, mm -hmm. um, except for their parents, maybe, or wherever they're living with. But just sitting and reading under a redwood tree is the That's coolest awesome the coolest thing to do <laughs> yeah kids love story i just when i was a counselor i would tell them a bedtime story after lights out and the kids at first i was like oh these are sixth graders they're not really going to be into this oh they were into it and the ones who fell asleep were like what happened i fell asleep yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly well that was the point we were trying to get you to fall asleep that's so right yeah, so the book Chris, can't be too exciting. Right. right? No, or no, no, else no. I'll never sleep. <laughs> Chris, what are your thoughts on all this? Well, I, it's with anything you do at camp. You have to have that counselor staff buy-in for it to go well. And I mean, Kurt knows this. I am not a huge Harry Potter fan. I like Harry Potter. I enjoy it. But he would not hire me for any Harry Potter camp because I'd be like, I don't know. Give me a broomstick <laughs> and a wand or something. I, You know, but... But you find that those people that are really into it and you are going to get more. And so the more you can get your staff excited, I mean, even pre-camp time planning with it, like, hey, we're going to have a special Harry Potter something as a staff to get you more pumped, to get you more excited into it. Because I mean, obviously, unless you're able to hire staff, like specifically for like, all right, I'm hiring you for Harry Potter week and only Harry Potter week, but you're leaving during Hunger Games week or whatever. <laughs> 
I, I mean, I have to just beg people to just come and work to begin with. So <laughs> forget what week, but trying to get that staff buy-in is so incredibly important and exciting. And yeah, yeah, I mean, that's with everything at camp. So Samantha, with uh, with your programs, do you do competitions or challenges and kind of team stuff? Like you look at Harry Potter and obviously there's that natural, hey, you go to houses or Percy Jackson, hey, you're mom is this God or your dad is this God (laughs) house of Zeus. Yeah. So we, we try and bring the theme in as early as we possibly can during the session. Um, last time we did Harry Potter was probably our most successful one. Mm -hmm. And we had a counselor who just had a natural talent for sorting people into houses. So she divvied everybody up into the different houses. And then over the loudspeaker, we did a sorting hat. And so the kids were based, the kids groups were based on, the house that their counselor would have been in. So it was like, everyone was cheering for certain people to be in Slytherin, you know, and like, mm-hmm. it, and then throughout the whole two weeks, they, we had a house cup and the jars were in the, the great, ha- the great dining hall. And, you know, if they were doing certain things, we'd add beads to the jars. So we really try and like make that team competition thing go out, you know, throughout the session. Um, mm-hmm. And then we'll have one big day. That's the theme day. And generally like stations are sort of where we're at. Like every time we, I tell the counselors, try and step outside of the box and do something different. Like we don't have to do stations. They're like, how about we do stations in the morning instead of the afternoon? You know, like, I mean, that's <laughs> it's, 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 woo, it's crazy. crazy talk. <laughs> um, we always seem to fall back to stations, but that lends itself, you know, really well to like doing different programs in yeah. each different location. Um, and you can, okay, you know that if you don't like the craft station, there's going to be an obstacle mm-hmm. course station and, you know, it'll be there. Right, um, right. So that works well for us. Yeah, that's, my, uh, go ahead, Chris. I say my daughter is super into Harry Potter right now. And so she's constantly trying to sort me into a house. <laughs> and every every quiz she makes me take anything, I'm always Slytherin. So I don't know what that says. I think that was the bad guy. And that the- my, my husband is a Slytherin and he's like this quiet, like calm, like everybody loves him. So and then when funny. I tell the kids that he's a Slytherin, they're like, no way. Yeah. That uh, that doesn't, for Chris, that doesn't surprise me one bit. That's, oh um, you're, you're all into, he's all into the villains of everything. So there you go. Yeah. I'm a Ravenclaw. I think listeners should know I'm a Ravenclaw. That helps right. give them some information. I'm, I'm Gryffindor, <laughs> even though I've always tried to get Hufflepuff or I always I want to get Hufflepuff, Hufflepuff. But yeah. no matter what happens, every test, mm-hmm. I end up being Gryffindor for some reason. The sorting hat does let you choose. It does let yeah, you choose. And, you know, that's something that <laughs> we, when we made our groups for any of these specialty camps, we also took into account, like on the registration, nay, if you have a friend, tell us who that friend is. And we pass that along to the sorting hat. Maybe they'll put you in, oh, you know, it has some yeah. bearing. No, we always, if yeah. your friend is in one house, you're in that house. Totally. We make sure. <laughs> but we have like the whole sorting hat, the actual hat, uh, well, the, the, Amazon bot hat. You have the actual <laughs> hat, Kurt? That is amazing. And it's the cousin of the sorting hats. Wow. Uh, and we put a speaker in there and somebody's behind the door and it's like, mm-hmm. uh, or, or no, we have the speakers up above because we actually do put the hat on the child and, you know, somebody's like, hmm, well, this is weird. I don't, <laughs> oh, look what's in her head. Oh, must be. And then says the name, but we don't use the 
houses of the book. We have our own houses because we always felt like, oh, you know, some kids are not going to want to be in Slytherin. And so, yeah. And and then the challenges, of course, challenges are, that's what it's all about. It's like Uh getting those points, earning those points. And even Star Wars would be like a Jedi kind of thing. So you learn to become a Jedi training. Love it. And, uh, you know, you're whatever group you're in, that's the color of your lightsaber and all that good stuff. Do they have Darth training? I would like to be a part of the. (laughs) Always the villains. (laughs) (laughs) What about, do you have any educational components to these? I mean, like we have potions, so you're, you're, it's almost STEM like, right? Right. So potions is, is science. So usually in the morning of our theme day, we'll do free choice activities, but we'll sort of take the activities we normally have at camp and then twist them to be the theme for whatever that week is. And then also do some brand new activities. So, you know, on Harry Potter day, we'll do, we'll make our um, miniature horse a unicorn and do care of magical creatures. (laughs) And, you know, sort of the animals have to get fed anyway. So, you know, you you, you weave in that um, care of magical creatures um, we'll go to the garden and do, you know, herbology and, um, you know, any, any of that kind of stuff. That's awesome. Um, and then we always do some sort of themed craft. So on mm-hmm. Harry Potter day, it would be, um, wand making, yeah. taking yeah. like redwood sticks and putting hot glue on them and like painting it makes the perfect wand, making marauders maps, um, oh, just cool. sort of weaving in those things to our normal programming capture the flag works really great with the hunger games wasn't that the big not hunger Uh, games um percy Percy jackson Jackson. Jackson, because they like do that in the movie it's almost like the same thing perfect yeah Yeah. very campy so percy Percy jackson's easy like oh they're at a camp our theme is gonna be exactly exactly (laughs) we even have we bought this minotaur costume and it has Amazing. like the big minotaur head and everything else. Mm-hmm. And so each kid gets a chance to go against the minotaur with their, mm. their foam sword and everything else. Yeah. Uh, so that was, that was always fun. And, and we kind of weave in the Greek mythology and that's a part of the uh-huh. education as well. Yeah. And, and be careful with that Greek mythology. There's a, those, and I taught sixth grade <laughs> my very first year. Greek mythology. <laughs> my very first year, I'm like, okay, kids, you know, study some of these Greek gods. I'm like, oh no, no, you're. I'm gonna tell you about it. You're not gonna look anything up. Do not Google. Luckily, the kids at camp don't have phones or computers. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, even using like for capture the flag, like I was watching the movie and they're like, you know, sword fighting. I'm like pool noodles and mm-hmm. capture the flag. I mean, there's yeah. so many ways you can. And then again, with those activities, you can do like archery with Apollo, um, like all of those sort of taking your normal things and just tweaking them a little bit. Yeah, no, you're right. What about like special events? Yeah, we we like to do our evening activities as part of the um, theme. So we'll Mm -hmm. have the dance be that theme or um, the campfire will sort of be like part of the culminating story. Um, That's always super fun. Does, uh, what's, what's the God of the underworld? Does he come through the campfire? Hades. <laughs> Hades yeah. yeah. Well, I was even thinking like a scavenger hunt where you like have, cause it's, um, Percy's dad is like, you know, talking to him. So you like have the, the scavenger hunt is like over mm-hmm. the loudspeaker, like talking to him, like you have to touch oh, the water, yeah. you have to touch the water yeah. and they go to the pool, you know, like <laughs> making the, the, the evening activities or programs like that. And then that. we love to incorporate food into our themes. Yeah. So yeah. 
Harry Potter, you know, we've got the great dining hall and we're doing like the big long, you know, tables and stuff. But even just like- You get the floating candles? You get the floating candles? Yeah, we'll hang them from the ceiling, do bangers and mash, you know, um, there's all sorts of things you can do. And I think uh, there's lots of Yeah, having a British husband. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And dad. Yeah, (laughs) we've got all, we've got the British chocolate and the, um, and we've got so many British staff. Like we love to have international staff and that's, when we can incorporate some sort of like worldwide theme to our yeah, book huh. themes or whatever, like uh, Percy Jackson is great for that. Um, we do and, Chronicles of Narnia and the Turkish yeah, delight. Exactly. Like if you can just weave in those people, we did mm-hmm. accent learning one time and we had like the, the, the people with the thickest Scottish and British accents were just like teaching, you know, it's fun. And then they're learning about another culture and that's important, yep. you know, that we can turn these kids into better global citizens. Why not? Yeah. Right? All of the, like all of the fun, you know, the Percy Jackson, the, the hungry, they all have the, the quest and you're yeah. on some kind of quest. And so giving campers those little quests too is kind of a big thing. Like here, here's your cabin's quest or here's your personal quest and you can do. And so a lot of like, I, I know we've done like talking about Amazing Race and that game, Kurt, that that fits in. You just change the name of it. You play the Amazing Race game that you have on Patchwork, but you change it to the, you know, Percy Jackson quest or the Lord of the Rings quest. The and you search kind of for the lightning bolts the, or, yeah, yeah. Or the and just really kind of tie it in yeah. where everyone feels like they have their own little personalized quest that they're on kind of thing. Totally, totally. Yeah, so there's so many different obviously activities you can do with a with a theme, and you just got to be creative about that. Yeah, I mean, just take the book and you find out. Like you said, you uh, did you say you read Thirty Nine Clues? I haven't. I've never. I've never okay. even heard of it. And so oh. I was like looking into it, and I was like putting that on my good Goodreads list, you know, because I was really excited about you know the idea of like again, there's that international theme, right? Cause they're traveling uh-huh. all over the place. And so you can be doing like trivia for different countries and they can make a map. I love to take like, if you print a map and then you soak it in coffee mm-hmm. and right. then the kids like, you know, stretch it out and burn the edges. Like every map looks different. So that works, that works for Percy Jackson cause they're going on mm-hmm. that quest and it works for Harry Potter cause it's a Marauders map. But I love, I love the premise of 39 clues and I'm excited to, to dig into that. Cause I was like, there's so many things you could do here. <laughs> it's a uh, escape roomy, like the yes. escape rooms is so hard to plan for, but that's a great one to do before camp. Like you don't have to set up a whole lot during camp. You can sort of plan mm-hmm. that out and have your boxes ready to go. I uh, never got past the first one. There's so many. I There's was like, so how have I many. never heard of this before? <laughs> <laughs> the magic tree house, you know, they just like keep yes. pulling just them keep out. Going. Like, where do they right. come from? <laughs> that was another one. Magic tree house was another one I was looking into as far as creating camps around with with my eight kids maybe i should have like a babysitter's club camp and like, <laughs> they <can> practice <laughs> i dare you yeah the, yeah, the so age that... thing is hard because you have to i mean we have kids as young as the first grade yep. pre-k mm-hmm. at day camp all the way through the 12th grade for our training program mm-hmm. and so to find like i've wanted to do star wars before um every year my husband's like star wars it's time for star wars but if mm-hmm. you're in the first grade, are you watching Star Wars? Like uh, it's hard. And then, you know, they grow out of these things. And so finding books and themes that are timeless yeah. is is a yep. fine art. <laughs> Harry Potter does seem to be one that has withstood the, t- can't even talk, withstood the, go ahead. What is, what, is time. what is it? Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Withstood the test of time. <laughs> oh. 
I, I knew that. I was just testing you, Kurt, and see. No, sure you- <laughs> it's true. I think after our fourth year of Harry Potter camp, I was done because all the books had come out, all the mm-hmm. uh, films have come out, and I was like, I think we're kind of done with this. And I told all the parents, I was like, Hey, last day of camp, you can. I'm going to sell all this stuff, all of our props and everything else. Mm-hmm. And instead of the parents being like, okay, I'm going to be there and, and buy it. They were like, please don't stop. I've got mm-hmm. younger kids that are so excited to be able to go when they're old enough. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. And I, then I thought, oh, of course they're reading these books to their kids and they're growing up. And so it's going on. I'm not running anymore, but it's going on to this day. Although yeah. I did run the virtual camp, you Harry did. Potter camp you last summer. One. Yeah, it is one of those you know, books are going to go even, I mean, you don't, you don't see the hunger games. You don't see the Narnia much anymore, but Mm-mm. you see no, Harry Potter everywhere. Still it's true. Even so. the Percy Jackson, the numbers, you know, yep. were never at the Harry Potter numbers that we mm-hmm. have for, for camp. When they um, keep so on bringing out movies, it's like, we, we didn't do it for a while. Cause when I was first a camper, it came out when I was like in the first grade. And so we were, yeah. our staff were like lining up outside of borders on their right. day off, like yep. get a copy, mm-hmm. you know? And then yep. the next year it was like, they're getting it delivered from Amazon. What is Amazon? Yes. You know, and so we we'd <laughs> yeah. wake up at 6 a.m. and we read the first chapter. Yeah. And after that sort of stopped, we were like, oh, it's sort of aged out. And then Fantastic Beasts comes along. And mm-hmm. so they're excited again. And um, I've got an Umbridge yeah. costume. That's my favorite thing. Oh. It's like a full pink suit. There's your villains, Chris. I have a pink cup. suit. <laughs> <laughs> and the kids just like, like run away from me all day long (laughs) i'm just dressed up that's awesome you were talking about food i always do the i I don't we don't incorporate a lot of food into like the day camp part of it but Mm -hmm. we always have a feast at the end Mm. so and usually that was getting pizzas which you got to find something that everybody loves and so Mm -hmm. we have pizza delivered but we would do that with every camp like there was feast it would be percy jackson feast uh, hunger games feast you know, <laughs> and we'd usually watch Cornucopia. part of the movie during that time and everybody, and they get so excited. Oh, we're going to watch. You've seen this movie how many times? Yeah, but I, did, I haven't seen it with everybody here. Not on a projector. So <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. We don't do food at day camp as much, but we'll do, it, it's like that carnival kind of thing. So we'll do, you know, if it's Dr. Seuss, it's truffle a tree, cotton candy you know, mm-hmm. or, or some sort of carnivaly food. Popcorn's always a good one. Snow yeah. cones, all of those machines that we have. We'll do some sort of treat snack at day camp that we try and incorporate. But honestly, like if you just give kids food, like it doesn't even matter what it is. They're like free food. Well, no, you mm-hmm. parents paid for you to be here, but they yeah. think it's free food. So they're right. still. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You appreciate it, children. Yeah. <laughs> they're like throwing up on the bus home. You know, yeah. you're like, what have I done? <laughs> we, uh, we used to make this thing that called goblin snot and basically Sounds it was tasty. pouring. Yeah. <laughs> Sprite in with sherbet ice cream. And that's basically all it was. And you mix it. And then we had some dry ice in there to kind of, you know, give it that eerie look to it. And the kids were scared to try it. They're like, uh, we're like, Oh, goblin snot come up and get, or troll snot. It was one of those come up and, and get a cup. And the kids were like, I don't know about that. As soon as they drink it, they're like, more, more. We yeah. want more. <laughs> I went to a camp. Um, it's no longer around called Summer Quest. Um, and I loved it. I loved it. And they had this challenge where you would drink Smurf juice. <laughs> and Smurf juice was milk. Yes. 
and cottage cheese Ooh. and blue food coloring. And you had to like drink it and you would get points for your team. Oh. And I kid you not, to this day, I will not touch blue food. Like, yeah. don't give me blue M&Ms, don't give me blue anything. <laughs> but I will always remember that as being my, the thing we did at Summer Quest. And it, it's, oh, it's my. It, <laughs> I won't touch blue food. Everybody knows That's it. so funny. <laughs> I don't think I can have milk or cottage cheese after it that. It was a while. Caught it, like it, we yeah. have cottage cheese on our, on our uh, salad bar camp. And right, I would be right. like, I'm going, just have a dairy-free salad bar, please. Can I go to the other one? <laughs> camp change your life. That's a camp memory, <laughs> though. Like, I mean, that, talk about making something memorable, right? Like we're doing all these things for kids. And I think on these theme days or whatever, it's like you're creating a memory. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Camp changed my life. And I think it, it's that's sort of a funny thing. It's like uh, losing blue food for my life hasn't really changed anything, you know, for the better or for the worse. But it's something that I always think of like dear in my heart as being the thing we did at Summer Quest. And that's that's super special. And that's what we do for yeah. kids yeah. and staff um, on these special days. It's those weird circumstances, those weird incidents that you do remember. I The camp I grew up at, we went hiking one time and they had just put a stop sign on a tree just for fun. <laughs> But like the counselor came up with this crazy story. Oh yeah, the highway used to go through here, blah, blah, blah. But then camp grew up around it, you know? And I still remember that stupid thing to this day, but because it was just a weird thing, I couldn't tell you anything else that we did that week, but that stuck in my head. So like those weird little, I always warn my counselors during training, like, hey, be careful what your weird little thing is that's going to stick with that kid forever because they're going to hate blue food if you, you know, do something <laughs> right. weird. So like, be careful. But yeah, having those special events and those something that's just out of the ordinary and kind of special for them really makes it and yeah, sticks for in sure. their mind. Samantha, do you do, you said you do hunts, like give me an example of a hunt or two. So sometimes the scavenger hunt will be just our evening activity. It doesn't have anything to do with the theme. So we do okay. like gold rush um, right, and, right. and things like that. Um, but then when we can, we try and incorporate it into the theme. Um, so, you know, you we've done. Do a horcrux hunt. Oh, no, but that sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh, love or, that. Or with uh, Percy Jackson would be um, the pearls, the pearl hunt. Hunt characters is is a real big thing with my camps as well for example if you did a harry potter and that was another reason we didn't go with the same houses we didn't want kids being like so where's snape um right. so everybody played themselves like i'd be professor jackson that's my last name and have the robe and everything else and if you're doing jedi camp you know you're a jedi the the, the staff uh, darth and- chris <laughs> And uh, so for anything like that, and I could see, you know, even Chris, I see you have like comic books and, and Marvel mm-hmm. and DC, but you could be your own superhero. Like your yep. staff creates their own superhero and you got to find the staff that are all, that are cool with it. You know, I was yeah. like, mm-hmm. what do you think about dressing up and playing character? And if they're like, heck yeah. Well, we <laughs> tell our staff they have to dress up for each theme day. Um, and that's what makes Harry Potter or, Percy Jackson easy because they can sort of just dress as a student or dress as, you know, Mm -hmm. one of the, you know, demigods or whatever, but it is hard when you're doing something like Disney day, because we'll just print out a list of like a hundred different things. And the counselors are like, they have to sign up for one or create their own. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're Disney bounding, you know, doing sort of like pseudo costumey kind of thing that you have (laughs) to like figure out what it is. But that's what I love about, you know, some of these themes. It makes it so easy to be, you know, 
Dr. Seuss, your thing one and thing two. And like, they're just yep. making something in crafts and it's done, but really getting that buy-in that everybody's dressed up and the directors and the admin staff will go like way over the top. Um, right, right. And then the counselors sort of pull it together. Um, but it makes yeah. a difference. <laughs> yeah, it totally makes a difference. It's a little more difficult, I think, with uh, overnight camps, especially international staff, because they don't have, they can't just run home and grab some stuff, right? No. Like We try like, and tell oh. them before they come, like, okay. this is what we do. And then um, we have a costume room that, you know, is sort of goodwill over and over again. And my <laughs> right. mom is great at, like, after Halloween, she'll go to all the stores and get mm -hmm. the discounted outfits um, or buy them online. And so she helps, like, you know, get a bunch of stuff so that, you know, we have stuff here between crafts and everything like that. They can come up with something where cool. they go to the Goodwill on their day off. Do you think there's going to be any other books or are there any coming up that, or some that we didn't talk about that you think would make a good theme or specialty camp? I don't know. I've been out of the loop. We have a, yeah. a librarian. She was our head counselor back in the 80s, 90s. And she comes every year for staff training and brings us the newest, coolest books and reads them to our staff. And because we didn't have her in 2020, I'm a year behind. I'm still reading like <laughs> right, the yeah. wild robot, you know, like, um, but I think having themes, just books as your theme, book heroes is what we did one year. Yeah, um, tell us about and that. I think that makes it sort of accessible for everyone. So we had a Dr. Seuss station and our um, director, our, our camps director came up with like, the Snapples and the Weefles that live by the sea. And he like wrote <laughs> our own, you know, Kenelan, mm -hmm. um, Dr. Seuss story. And then we had superhero training station and a Harry Potter station. So like having a little bit for everybody um, made that better for different age groups. Cause there was that nostalgia factor, but there was also right. like the stuff that was current. Um, so that's, it's hard, but it, it works um, to get everybody on board. Um, but you have to be incorporating reading throughout the entire time you're at camp um, or else, you know, the buy-in isn't the same. I've been trying to figure out if you give a moose a muffin, how I kind of make camp. It's, the, it's a mouse, isn't it? <laughs> no, a moose no, is a muffin. Mouse, mouse is a cookie. Mouse is oh, a cookie, that's... yeah. Oh. They started the alliteration after the first like two books. <laughs> like mouse and cookie yeah. make no sense. And then after that, they're all connected. I think, uh, like, isn't there, there's that series box, boxcar kids, the boxcar bo children, boxcar box children. children. I'm wondering if that wouldn't make a, uh, some kind of yeah, take from know, that. I, there's nothing. I mean, I haven't, I quit teaching several years ago, but that's kind of where you heard like, okay, this book series is coming out about this or things like that. And it was I, a scholastic, really... those scholastic yeah. things. I think so many kids, anything new. my friends who are parents are, their kids are reading the graphic novels which yep. is great, but it's also like, I'm not going to have Captain Underpants camp. Sorry. <laughs> no, like, I don't want to go there. Um, but I think, you know, incorporating like draw, even drawing, we have a, mm -hmm. a guy who used to work with us and he's a cartoonist. And so he's come to teach like graphic novel or comic strip drawing um, and incorporating graphic oh, cool. novels is, is fun, but it's hard. How do you read that aloud to your camp? Yeah. How do you <laughs> do all yeah. those things? Yeah, I think a lot of these uh, books are, you know, a lot of the young adults, if, if there's a like a series and enough people are into it. Yeah. And and like, I find that if it's popular enough to make movies out of, that's yeah. kind of where you get it. Because a lot of the kids yeah. only see the movies. So you mm -hmm. get this book series that becomes a movie series. And it's like, it's, okay, uh, now we got something we can work with here. I was trying to think like, okay, what have they made lands out of too? You have the Star Wars land, you got the... 
Uh, oh, you look at Disney, Harry Potter, <laughs> and the, the amusement park. So, well, like, Jurassic hey. Park. There's a book in <laughs> yeah. a movie. Hey, That'd be a great one for Cam. There you go. <laughs> the Jurassic Park would be cool. I hadn't thought about that one. Dinosaurs are in again. Oh, like when no. I was a kid, they were like a thing, you know. Like I mean, obviously they're they 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 what is it? They they withstand the test of time. Was that what we figured <laughs> that's out? It. That's the words. <laughs> the, the amount of T Rex stuff these kids are coming yeah. to camp in, and like yep. they knew so much. I just uh, it's cool. Anything else you want to add? I think we've uh, exhausted this topic. I got to get reading. Like I've got I've got so many things to read now. My well, I yeah. love that. I love that, you know, you incorporate the interest of staff with, with this. And I think all camps should, whether they're doing anything that's book related or not, I think all camps need to look to their staff for whatever their skills and passions are. You know, if you got a, somebody who's really into yoga, why not try out a yoga activity? If you got somebody who knows magic tricks, why not do a little magic session and teach some kids magic? I mean, if you just ask your staff, you know, yeah. what, what are you talents? into? What are, what, are, yeah. what are your hobbies and what are your skills? Do you want to, do you want to share that with the kids? Mm-hmm. That's why I love free choice, having free yeah, choice. Well, and it's hard now in a, in a um, PC post COVID world. Um, <laughs> but we, you know, just being able to incorporate those. I say on these theme days, I want five of you to come up with a brand new activity that hasn't been done this summer. So what is it going to be? You know, we can sit here all night um, and they're usually, you know, really excited to, to incorporate something that they know from home that's sort of a cultural game or something that they just do. And that's how a lot of our activities have actually started. We didn't always have yoga. We didn't always have uh, ultimate Frisbee, but somebody came with a passion and added it mm-hmm. and yeah. it took off. I was just say, do you do like a international fair? Yeah, we have. It's called International Night. So we'll do it. And the kids will, uh, we've got our, our Hungarian counselor. Um, he's been with us for years and he says, you get to travel around the world for free and we all <laughs> cheer, you know? Um, but they get to, you know, try food and uh, we've got goulash and we've got fairy bread and all these different mm-hmm. things from different countries. Um, well, there's the book. Do that. What is that? Uh, 80 days around the world. What, what oh is yeah. That? Around oh, the world yeah. in 80 days. Yeah. 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 Around the world in 80 totally. days. You could do that for a book. Yeah. Just getting, getting, getting people to talk about things that they know and that they're passionate about is the best part of camp. You know, I don't want to sit there and force you to teach something. If, if you can take it on um, and make it your own. And, you know, sometimes if you're disorganized, it crashes and burns, but the kids are having a great time anyway. And those are the most successful, you know, most loved things. (laughs) Um, And sometimes it's like, we've planned it too much and it's not, you know, it's too rigid. It's not fun. And we work, rework it the next time. Um, but you know, people like to talk about what they want to talk about. So why not let them do it? Well, I think that's an important lesson for, to, to teach the staff as well is go around and talk about what the kids, you know, what their interests and passions are. <laughs> and you're going to get that one kid who's going to be like, um, well, I like Harry Potter. And then somebody else like me too. And oh, instant friends. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's what so, camp does. Yeah. Did we just become best friends? <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> another thing not appropriate for camp right, <laughs> you're not right. going to be showing that movie at camp <laughs> thank you so much samantha for sharing all this and and being here and taking the time to do this thank you for having me what a fun way to spend a work day yeah right <laughs> so if somebody was like oh, i really like what samantha said i want to reach out to her what is what's good contact info for you 
My email is best. Yep. It's Samantha at Kenelyn.com. And there's a song. It's K-E-N-N-O-L-Y-N spells Kenelyn. So that's our, my email is Samantha at Kenelyn.com. Um, and it's also on our website. So if you want to check that out, um, you can feel free to reach out. I love talking all things camp. And that yeah. new song is on the uh, the next Cuckoo Kangaroo uh, <laughs> album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have the best uh, best singing voice, but I think, our, I think our camp soundtrack is on the website. You can find that. That's awesome. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Well, cool. Thanks again. Yeah, thanks yeah, for having that's me. That's awesome. From around the campfire, this has been Kurt and Chris. Thanks for listening. See ya. See ya.